hi guys uh, we are back with the part 2 of our uh, cat podcast and we again have ankit uh, with us so in this part we'll be discussing various strategies and tips uh, for the cat exam and ankit will be sharing some personal tips uh, and tricks for us so let's start with that okay so ankit Hello, what you uh, hi <laughs> Welcome, welcome back. back to the podcast. Yeah. So uh, we know that for CAT people start preparing from college uh, only, and we know that uh, as soon as we start, it is better for us. So, what do you think is the best time for uh, a student to start preparing for CAT? I think the best time would be when you are in your first year, not the not aggressively preparing the first year. you can uh, do uh, some questions and some topics here and there right mm-hmm. you should start aggressively in your second year okay master because uh, then that you will have a year and i think that much time is sufficient for the cat but in your first year if you do some questions here and there you will get a like uh, familiar with the topics that are going to come get comfortable with those thank right? right yeah apart from that uh, Uh, in, apart from the CAT exam, you should start preparing for the from the first year in the sense of start collecting, start giving boost to your CV, right? Like doing internships and projects and all that stuff. You should start those things from the first year itself. Have a lot of time in your hand. Your the, the preparation is not that aggressive and uh, the course is not that big in the first year. So you have a lot of time in your hand, and that's yeah. the best time to collect those things. A few activities. All right. Okay. So, so uh, uh, sorry go to on. interrupt you, Gujo. There. So I just have a follow-up question here that uh, joining societies uh, will help in our uh, interview and in extracurricular part of the yeah. MBA entrance examinations. Yeah, joining societies will help. because that showed uh, initiative skills and the leadership skills and if you organize mm-hmm. some events for the society it shows that you are open to new things right that will help so yeah yeah but basically uh, what uh, procedure societies uh, will follow that uh, if you want any leadership position in the society like uh, if you want to uh, be the part in the core team or you want to be the part of bod then uh, you have to contribute in the society as a member for a year so basically uh, if like i uh, take an example like if a person uh, joined the society as a member and he work as a member for a year and then uh, yes. because of cat preparation he have to leave the society right because uh, continuing both not the things like mm-hmm. it's not that difficult and might appear so because i was uh, the executive in my department in the second year and i'm currently head of logistics in it because the work the major workload that you will be handling as a major role will be to handle people mm-hmm. work with the team the uh, trivial tasks that you were doing in the first year will pass down to the next batch that is coming up right you will be handling most of them that much mm-hmm. it's more about giving your ideas to the team mm-hmm. you can always think in your free time hmm uh but yeah you are definitely right in this I but uh, suppose just uh, leaving societies 
Yeah, what? work. I do not suggest leaving the societies because of cat preparation. That also because uh, then you have acquired a particular role in the society that you can handle some work, right? It shows that you can handle multitasking. Okay, so uh, if a person is only a member in a particular society and he didn't get any leadership position till the end, so is it worth it to work as a member? If uh, the opportunity that in the society does not uh, mm -hmm. let you grow, then you should leave it. Mm -hmm. Sure. You put three years of your time and you still cannot go in the society. No, I'm I'm talking just about about only a year. That if I work in a society for a year as a member, then it is it worth it? Yeah, is it? It is worth it. You will not be promoted to a, a higher level in a year because the next batch will come after a year. Right, so okay. your dose will only get passed down. So it will get cleared up. So to get you right, but in the second year, yeah. if you still get, cannot get a go. In the second year. If you still cannot get a role in the society, at least major than the previous one, then you should leave the society. Yes. Yeah. So you have experience, you know the work. Yeah, it gives you a lot of experience. Yeah, yeah, which can help. But uh, uh, if you can see the experience part will help. But in, if the sec in the second year you still get the same experience, right? If you cannot get if you cannot get promoted experience, you will do the yeah yeah. So it's better to diversify your experience in than, than to just repeat the same experience. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah. All right. So I think we've discussed a lot about society. Then let's now just come yeah. back to cat. And so, uh, what do you think? What What do you think is the best way of preparing for cat? Is it self study or is it uh, a you know, attending a coaching center or what, what do you think is the best method? I think it depends on the person, right? Mm. If I could be persistent enough, then I would prefer the self-study mode because I know I can wrap down the books and stuff. I can read those <laughs> on my own. Mm -hmm. The guy that you need a teacher, then you obviously need a, a coaching or you need persistency in your classes and you need an external push to uh, get you on the desk mm -hmm. helps to be in the part of a coaching center okay so, yeah so you if you feel like you the... can prepare for it if you mm -hmm. feel like you can prepare it then go for it try it in the first year itself yeah. uh, prepare a little in the last month and mm -hmm. see our results will not be up to your expectation if you prepare only for a month. Mm -hmm. But you will know that it's if you can that period of a time or not. Yeah. In the first year, it doesn't matter if you give a cat or not because ultimately they get disqualified. Yeah. So uh, you talked about persistence uh, in uh, by joining these coaching centers. So 
do you think apart from persistence yeah. there is also uh, a lack of study material if you uh, you're, you if you're doing self study and you're preparing on your own i don't so think there is any lack of study material okay study well, you can always get study material from here on there mm -hmm. time study material uh, you can also buy that it's not okay. that hard to get so the study material is not the main major thing yeah the mentors thing yeah. is a plus you can feel some uh, some to you can ask someone for help if you are and there is I'm also one thing down the question out of yeah. time and i asked for that really helped right so that's a plus point okay yeah so and there, there is also one thing that during your preparation you come across a lot of doubts and uh, you don't know some questions how to do them so in coaching you have that advantage of uh, asking your yeah teachers. in coaching you have that advantage if you have a doubt then you yeah. can ask them yeah so but in uh, self study uh, is there like how how should one go in self study it? you are also directionless you really don't know how which chapter is important which which to leave right and yeah. uh, keep up right keep going that's really hard in self study i feel that mm -hmm. yeah that's uh, a plus point but i didn't i had peers uh, doing the same thing but i got to know about them a little late in my preparation because you were so preparing online only yeah i was preparing online that's the main reason because if i was doing offline then there i i would have known that they are also preparing for the same thing so uh, related to that only uh, you mentioned that you uh, since you were uh, attending online classes for the coaching so do you think it was uh, easier for you to attend these online classes or would you have preferred uh, offline classes for cat coaching i would have definitely definitely preferred offline classes definitely there's no replacement <laughs> yeah. uh, for that <laughs> because uh, as i said in offline classes there are a lot of excuses lot of excuses to not attend the online class right yeah and i did that i made myself to bunk my class to mm. actually i'm still doing those things <laughs> and to be honest i think like i will study to, to, today yeah. but uh, the day goes on and i i think that i will study from tomorrow mm -hmm. study but if you need to go to some place then there is then you follow the routine mm -hmm. if uh, suppose you, you go after 3 days then there is a person right. who can ask you then why did you come 3 days in a row right that online is, classes yeah. that is not the case mm, also mm, yeah. there is an interpersonal relationship with the teacher in offline classes mm. yeah and more often and you can ask them whenever you want mm. that is something But that is missing classes, in the online classes yeah yeah that is something that is missing you have to attend the class and if, if mm. you are still attend the online class then you have to ask the topics related to that particular class right mm -hmm. you cannot ask you it would be very weird to ask a probability question in a profit and loss class <laughs> yeah i think like you can ask after the class because after the class the meeting ends <laughs> yeah
Okay, so uh, basically, uh, actually, what I, I want to your... yeah, stick around. They stick around, but uh, it would be very weird not to ask a probability question in profit and loss class. Mm -hmm. You are thinking that you will uh, ask probability question and then you are overthinking that part. You are not thinking. Yeah. yeah, that kind mm -hmm. of thing stuff. It's harder for it's harder to explain your questions in the online mode. Yeah, that is also Especially one major problem. Section. Especially in hmm. quant, because in verbal it's easy to explain your question doubt, but in quant, suppose you cannot type the geometric figure, right? And very few, hmm. very few. And plus, yeah. in the Zoom meetings, uh, they really do not allow you to unmute yourself whenever you want. In the chat box, but it sometimes gets not in the conversation. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. At the same time, 500 people are in the class. 500 people are typing something. And how will the mentor see what questions to answer? Very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is distracting, distracting for the teacher as well. Mm -hmm. So it's harder You're to explain right. the questions, harder to connect with the teacher in the mm -hmm. off online mode. But it obviously saves you a lot of time of traveling and stuff. Definitely. Right. right. Yeah. So I would uh, for that for working professionals, I would prefer the online classes because they mm -hmm. really have a less time in their hands and they can do preparation better in online mode. They need time. Yeah. For uh, students, I would prefer the offline mode. Okay. So my question is related to uh, the study material. Yeah. Uh, basically, uh, what I want to ask is that that uh, uh, the participants and the applicants, the students who are preparing for CAT, uh, follow Arun Sharma books as they as they said that Arun Sharma books are the bible for prepare for preparation of CAT. And some students uh, some students are preparing uh, through some coaching material. So according to you, what would be great following Arun Sharma books or going through some uh, coaching material? Because in the coaching material, they structured the material uh, basically on the previous uh, questions and they know that what are important and what not. And in Arun Sharma, yeah. Arun Sharma book, what I notice is that there are bulk of questions and it is not possible to attempt and to solve all the questions. See, I haven't solved Arun Sharma. Yes. And I have heard about the book, but I didn't feel felt the need after the coaching material to really solve them. Right. In Arun Sharma book, if we, as you said, there are a lot of questions. You have to figure out what to do and when to do on your own. Right. But in a coaching material, there is little advantage, as you said. In books like Arun Sharma, uh, so there, if there is a question, if there is a basic question, then the 20 next question will be uh, uh, formed on the same concept. So it's it becomes very irritating and redundant to solve all of those questions. Right. Right. 
so coaching material helps that in that way but okay. uh, i think the chapters would be still be segregated in the Arushuma as well and if you know the topics what to come in next then they're more or less similar at least in the quant section now I have uh, one more question on Arun Sharma, but as you said that uh, you have not. Yeah, I have that. that. Yeah, so, okay, leave that question, no issues. Uh, so uh, what do you suggest that uh, going through uh, one uh, one coaching study material would be fine or uh, it would be great if we follow two, three coaching study material or more than one? See, study material is more or less the same in every coaching institute. They are all based on the same topics and they have all have similar questions. So it doesn't make sense to follow two, threes, uh, two three coaching study materials. What you can do is you can uh, solve the study material you have from your own coaching center and also join the test series of another coaching center. That's what I did, right? Because the test series is uh, like uh, uh, the Bible what you, do, you used. I would use that for the mock. Okay. Really, the mocks are everything. I. When, when I was not studying in the two months gap that I mentioned, I was still giving the mocks just for the sake of giving it. And uh, from the course of work, you really know that uh, when you really need to bounce back. Right? That came for me in August, when I really know. My percentile dropped around 20 points from 95 to 74. So I knew that uh, that was a slap in the face, right? That the Bible thing, the mocks did do those for the cat experience. Mm -hmm. Okay. The, so, I don't think you really need to do two or three study material, coaching study materials. But yeah, if you have a friend who is preparing for cat, then you can obviously join different coaching institutes so that you can have the study material for both of them. Okay. So according to you, what you are recommending is uh, just follow your your coaching study material and go through from the test series of different coaching so that you get an exact idea that what you are studying and what where you are standing right yeah. okay that's yes that's great so uh, my another question is that as uh, in the everyone uh, notice that in the cat exam if you attempt around 50% or 55% of the questions correctly yeah. then you get uh, around 99 percentile right yeah true okay so uh, in this in this part selection of questions is is really important right <laughs> and short tricks short tricks also help you so my question is that that what do you think that short tricks and selection of right questions in the exam would be helpful for the student and how much it will affect the percentile and performance of the student see i don't think the short tricks plays that much part but i do think the selection plays the most important part especially in the dilr section and the quant section for example, I did only 17 questions out of 26 in the quant section. And, but I knew that I was doing them correctly, at least most of them. Right. If you if you know that the question that you attempted is correct, you know, that's a plus three. But if you just go randomly across the question, then there, is a, there comes a difficult question and you stop, start wasting your time on it. Then your percentile will reduce dramatically. That also happens in DLR very, very much. In DLR, if you choose a wrong set, then you're gone in that section. So the selection plays the most important part, but I don't think the short tricks play that way because my my strategy was to jam up the jam up on the basics first, right? If you know the basics, if you know how the short tricks will come out to be, you start losing steps, right? You start doing in lesser steps. 
not using the short tricks directly, but you know how the questions will proceed ahead and you start doing calculations in your mind. You start doing questions in like uh, two lines or three lines only. That helps. Short tricks, I didn't uh, memorize the formulas of the short tricks as much as I should have. It depends. It depends by individual by individual, right? For me, um, I went to through all the people in the quant section because I knew they would be hard questions. But in the DILR section, yeah, I went through all of them as well. But in yeah, I went through all of them. Not in the in the quant, I did not. Yeah, in the quant, I did not go through all of them. In the in, in the start, I was doing questions as I feel confidently. I was uh, using the ABC strategy as you might have heard by now. The ABC strategy is put the questions in A that you see and you do it. You do it, then you move ahead. If you don't feel like that you the question will take time or is not um, doable, then you put it in B and move ahead. I was doing that in quant. But if, uh, suppose if you're targeting around 95 percentile or 90 percentile in, in a particular section, you should read all the questions first. You should select around 10 to 15 questions and do only them. If the paper 10, if the paper is of two hours and 15, if the paper is of three hours. It's not the pressure. Uh, it's about experience, right? You know where you stand by the time you give the test. So you know that uh, if you attempt more questions than that particular, uh, if I try to attempt questions just on, for the sake of attempting, then it will get me a negative marking. It will reduce my marks. Yes, you will obviously do the question if you feel confident in it. If even if your limit crosses, you should obviously do that. You will not solve 10 questions if you know 12, 12 questions, right? But you know, uh, for people who are attempting around 10 questions, right? Consistently in their mocks, then they know where they stand. They cannot, uh, 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 what's the word for it? I just, they cannot afford, they cannot afford to lose out on those 10 questions, right? By attempting harder questions. Yeah, obviously. Also in verbal as well. Only DLR and quant in verbal as well. DLR the selection is like the mantra thing. If a if a set is gone, if you are stuck in a set, then just move on. If you start start wasting your time just because you have wasted your time or just because you have spent around five to six minutes still can't figure out what the set is about, then just move on. If you start wasting your time, then you are done. <laughs> In the set. So I I think that in DILR section decision making is very important. That you have to quickly make decisions whether to go on with the question or not. Yes, exactly. You, you read the question for a minute. You read yeah. the set for a minute. You see if you want to do it or not. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. But in DILR, I would I was I read all the questions first, all the sets first. You know in okay. which order to attempt them. Mm, yeah. If there's an easy set, then I would prefer to attempt that uh, firstly.
In quant, every question is for itself. But in LLA, there is a bunch of questions that can come in handy in the last five to ten minutes. I have. Hmm. Okay. So uh, as you mentioned earlier, that mocks are really helpful. So I just want to ask that how many mocks did you give, and how many mocks how many mocks are ideal student uh, uh, ideal uh, student who is preparing for CAT and who is targeting around ninety nine percent and have to attempt. Uh, for making good base for the exam. Uh, at this stage in your preparation, suppose if you are giving for CAT 21, currently you uh, you will start giving mocks around March. Right. So March, May and June, you will give around two or three mocks per month. And by June or by July, you start uh, giving more mocks. So by the time your basics would have done, so ideally two mocks per week is more than enough in your preparation. Two mocks per week. Uh, I uh, In July, August, it will be one mock a week, I guess. But after that, two mocks per week is enough. People do a one mock a day and two mocks a day. But I think then you really don't have time to analyze the mocks and see what you are doing wrong, right? Right. You need, after, if, a, if you give a mock, then you need to understand what you did wrong. On what are the factors that you need to improve on? If you don't see that, if you don't analyze the mocks, then it's a waste. So basically, what you are suggesting is that analyzing part of the mocks is really important because if you didn't analyze what your mistakes are and you repeat that mistake again and again, then there is no sense in giving mocks. Yeah, there's no sense. You're just giving mocks for the sake of giving it, right? Yeah, right. You should analyze the mocks. I did the analysis part in September, I guess. Of all the mocks, of all the previous mocks, was I was lazy, <laughs> but you, but I did it because I felt I could not uh, get uh, I could not improve if I didn't do that thing, right? Right. right. But if you keep doing it consistently, it it obviously helps. So hmm. tell us something more about how how you analyze these mocks, how you analyze your scores, and what do you do if you know that I am weak in this section? So what is your next step after that? First of all, the first analyzing part uh, that uh, comes during mock come about mocks is when you give when you are giving the mocks, right? Hmm. Suppose uh, you are uh, in the quant section, and there is a question of probability or uh, profit and loss, right? You yeah. have read your profit and loss in suppose two months ago and you are now prideful of that question not not after reading the question but because just seeing that it is from profit and loss you have read the topic but it, it is an indication that you are forgetting the topic mm -hmm. if you're a little bit frightened about that topic right yeah so after giving the book what you should ideally do and what i really did yeah is i pick up that topic again and make that thing clear to me again Okay. Solved all the questions, right? After the mock, you should see uh, in what particular topic you have done the topics wrong, you have done the questions wrong, you have taken more than enough time, mm -hmm. and uh, what are the questions that you could you have that you could have done but you didn't? Okay. Right. Suppose let's take the first one. What are the topics when in which you have taken the questions wrong you have given uh, other answers wrong right mm -hmm. so in those topics uh, if uh, there is a one or two question then uh, you you can just ignore it but if it is going consistently in all the mocks 
then yeah. you, you should read that particular topic or that subtopic in the topic mm. more clearly. Right. For example, if, if in time speed distance, the circles, the circular path related questions are wrong, then you should read the circular path again. Okay. Right. And uh, if in the topics which uh, you should have done, but you didn't, uh, you need to know what your fears were. Yeah. Right. So uh, most of the students face problem in the verbal ability section, if I'm not wrong. Uh, I have yeah. many of my couple of my friends who are really I'm good. Okay. So <laughs> who, who did who did really great in the corn section? Who perform really great in the logical reasoning section but the the major thing about cat is and about the colleges like i am Ahmedabad, i am bangalore the big iams the top b schools will take four cutoff if i'm not wrong the particular cutoff for each section and then the sections and the overall section yeah overall four, four cutoffs so basically if they are facing problem and if they lack in a single part like most of the student face problem in the verbal ability section so can you please suggest a strategy that how can a person uh, develop a verbal ability yeah. section? Verbal ability is, uh, in CAT especially is all about comprehension. Now how you comprehend is how you improve your comprehension is by reading more things. That's just it, right? You read diverse topics. You read uh, uh, complicated topics. You uh, make a uh, short... Uh, a summary of the topics that you've read to understand how much you have uh, just taken in, right? You start doing that consistently and your comprehension will improve. Once your comprehension improves, then uh, by the mocks, you know how you're improving. If there's a particular uh, part type of question like uh, inference type questions, right? Questions, then you need to know how to do those questions, how to do, do those particular questions. And you work on that. Vocabulary and grammar doesn't play that much role in the tact as the comprehension does. Uh, main thing to go for would be in this stage in your preparation would be reading, read, read aggressively. So read uh, as much as you can. So I just had one question that in the CAT exam, are the paragraphs that are given, are they in very complex English? Uh, do they use very heavy vocabulary or they're simple English, but they're lengthy? What is the like pattern? They are, they are both. There are both type of passages. Right? Oh, there, there, will, there will be a passage which is very simple to read, but mm. very complicated questions. Yeah. There will be passages which is very complicated to read, but very simple questions. <laughs> yeah. So you have a mix of both the questions. I have a mix of both. So in that also you have to select which which questions to attempt. You need to understand that you cannot just skip the passage because mm. you feel like it. Mm, yeah. right. You should read the questions. You should know that what uh, what types of questions are asking in that particular. Okay. If there are easy questions, then uh, if uh, the you can handle the passage, even if it yeah. is complicated, then you should do it. Mm -hmm. If the questions are easy, if the questions are easy to read, the options are far away. Mm -hmm. See, questions are easy only on the basis of the options closeness. Yeah. How close the options are. So, uh, yeah. So, so, what, like, what, just a second. Yes. Uh -huh. So, what I used to do in school was that I used to read all the questions first and then read the paragraphs. So, no, no, is that kind of strategy uh, applicable in CAT? See. Is that? 
it is applicable i will not lie but uh, it yeah. is not preferable mm, because yeah. also it is about with, with which mindset you read the question first mm. right if you uh, read first so that you can find the answers to them then it becomes mm. a little jotted down because when you keep uh, our searching for the particular line in the whole passage and when it comes you will be like haha right <laughs> but the question would be more complicated than that definitely it's cat so <laughs> the answer will not be in that particular passage or in that particular line in that particular paragraph yeah as will be somewhere somewhere else yeah. and you if you do the question after question reading first before the passage then that becomes the most mis- most common mistake in that method mm-hmm. okay Right. you can obviously do uh, one passage and then the then search the questions for that particular paragraph yeah one paragraph then the questions because uh, for the direct questions for factual questions it's helpful in that for example there is an example in the passage and the question talks about how the uh, what does the example signify when you if you read the particular paragraph you will know that you do not need to read the whole passage for that particular answer but they will obviously obviously be the question like somebody type question or inference type questions mm-hmm. that will only come after you read the whole passage totally yeah i get it all right so the yeah, answer yeah. to skipping passage is lies in the first paragraph or first five or six lines mm-hmm. you read first five or six lines and if you can pictureize what will come ahead in the passage then you do the passage because you know how to read the passage if you do not know the goal of reading it then it becomes very complicated mm-hmm. you start memorizing the wrong things in the passage okay so just last question of this podcast if i'm not wrong uh the most important thing is uh a day before the exam right because you have a lot of pressure when you are giving the competitive exams like this cat iit so basically i just want to ask that how you spent your last day have you studied have you revised uh, the formulas of quant have you did some revision or you just take rest and chill see the whole week before the exam was very relaxed for me actually the whole month in the last month i was giving mocks in the in the coaching center mocks i was scoring very less percentile at 50s around but when i give the pasture uh, mock pasture exam i was uh, scoring very high percentile like 99.0 plus something right and after seeing the fluctuation i realized that if at this stage to study further i have studied everything so to study further will only be to pressurize myself so in the last week before the cat exam i stopped everything and watched the movies continuously right and but on the last uh, a few around 8 pm on before the cat exam around the last day on the 8 pm it got pressurized that i will forget the formulas and i will forget everything <laughs> so i had a notebook for the all the basic formulas so i revised that as, as a glance right i took that as well because it was a lot of pressure I couldn't handle it. <laughs> Great. Yeah, but I will suggest just relax for a bit before the cat exam. 
you have read everything you have studied everything that you can in the last few moments that moment is only for to make you forget things not to make you memorize more that's keeping a relaxed mind because anyway whatever you do on the cat day will just happen you cannot do anything about it yeah right in at least in the last day if you keep keep taking the pressure it's like a normal day but with a, another mock you need to think like that obviously it's not like that in the reality but you need to think like that you need to uh think like if even if it goes wrong mm -hmm. then it will clearly not help it if i take the pressure mm -hmm. if it's meant to go wrong right yeah take it like another day jo hoga dekha jayega type attitude ab to ho gaya ab jitna kar sakte the kar liya ab center ke bahar khade ke kuch aise bhi nahi padna hoga na kuch revise hoga ab kya andar chalo exam do step at a time Well, so basically, what what Agam what Agam want to suggest is that that uh, when you start giving your exam, to बोल दो okay wow कितना easy है सब कुछ आता है A A A A A B B B B B C C C C Yeah yeah actually the worst thing was that you even if you could the answers will be shuffled as well the options will be shuffled as well <laughs> the, the four questions that you talk about is a straight c answer there may not, that may not be the case for another person the questions are shuffled their options are shuffled so you cannot really cheat in that exam even if the invigilator go out every everyone is so stressing out on their own exam you will not be able to ask another person anything yeah very competitive like mujhe karna hai aur mere paas still you even you don't have time for asking you don't have time if your friend drop then you take up the pen <laughs> you don't have time for that because that crucial 10 seconds is very important on that particular day yeah yeah even there was a technical issue on the cat day with me and a few of the participants on that day my verbal section started with a 30 minute timer instead of a 40 minute timer and i and because of that panic i started as uh i uh, started doing it fast i increased my pace of doing the verbal section and okay. after the cat exam after stopping us for around 3 hours they gave us the remaining time that 10 minutes after 3 hours of the cat exam humne to tumhara bacha hua time de diya theek hai now the verbal section doesn't really work like that right so you have to read the whole passage and you have to solve the answers Hello. Hello. Are you able? Yeah. Now it's. Are you able? Yeah. 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 Now in those three hours, even if we did wanted to cheat, 
we couldn't nobody of us remembered anything and if we remembered the question we remembered ki iska c answer tha but wo c hamare mein ho na ho hame pata nahi right right so it's very difficult to cheat click yeah very difficult if a person is of with a mindset of cheating obviously he can cheat mm-hmm. that's the will of him to do cheating <laughs> all yeah. right i think that's all for this uh, podcast uh, it was great talking to you ankit uh, we really got to know a lot about cat exams and all of the strategies and uh, we hope that you get into a good b school we congratulate on you for, to you on that and after that we'll also be having one session on gdpi also sure <laughs> yeah thank you so Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. It's good to be here. And it was nice to see you. Bye.